Welcome to Vocab Lab, the podcast designed to enhance your vocabulary for standardized tests and life. Each episode, we dissect three compelling words that will bolster your verbal prowess. Get ready to add some more ammunition to your linguistic arsenal. On today's episode, we're diving into diffident, goad, and ineffable. You won't want to miss how these words can give you the edge on test day. Let's kick things off with our first word, diffident. That's D-I-F-F-I-D-E-N-T, diffident. The word diffident is an adjective. When someone is described as diffident, it means they are shy and lacking in self-confidence. It's not just ordinary shyness, though. It's a kind of reticence that can prevent people from speaking up or asserting themselves. A clever way to remember its meaning is by noting that diffident contains the root fid, which means faith or trust, Someone who is diffident lacks faith in themselves. Tracing back its etymology, diffident, comes from the Latin diffidere, which literally means to lack faith. Using it in a sentence. Despite her expertise, Dr. Lewis was diffident when expressing her views in the large conference. And another, the diffident student hesitated to ask questions even when he did not understand the lecture. Now moving on to our next word, goad, spelled G-O-A-D, goad. This one is a verb, but it can also serve as a noun. As a verb, to goad someone is to provoke or annoy them to elicit a reaction, usually some kind of action. When it's a noun, a goad is actually a spiky stick used for driving cattle. A mnemonic for goad is that it sounds like prodding and goading both incite action. From its etymology, goad comes from the Old English gad, meaning a pointed tool. It's been used metaphorically since the 16th century. Let's use it in sentences. Here's the first. The underdog team was goaded by their rival's taunts and ended up playing the best game of their season. And another, his friends goaded him into asking his crush out on a date. Lastly, we have ineffable, I-N-E-F-F-A-B-L-E, ineffable, it's an adjective. Something ineffable is too great or extreme to be expressed or described in words. It's often used to talk about feelings or experiences that go beyond our capability to communicate. Think in for not and effable from fari, which means speakable in Latin. Together, not speakable. The word comes from the Latin ineffabilis, where in is a negative prefix, and effabilis means speakable, derived from fari, which means to speak. In a sentence, the ineffable beauty of the sunrise left us all in awe. And another, the deep love she felt for her newborn was ineffable, transcending any words that might attempt to encapsulate it. All right. Let's have some fun with a fill-in-the-blank quiz. I'll start with a sentence and leave a blank for the missing word, and Jack will fill it in. Ready, Jack? Ready. Let's do it. After his recent heartbreak, he was quite blank about jumping back into dating. That'd be diffident. Great. Next one. The young comic was blank into delivering his punchline earlier than planned by the heckling audience. That sounds like goaded. Absolutely. Here's a tricky one. The silence that hung in the air after the performance was blank as the crowd searched for words to describe the profound experience. The perfect word there is ineffable. You've got it. Let's keep this rolling. Her blank demeanor during the debate made it difficult for her points to be heard. The missing word is diffident. Exactly. He wouldn't have attempted that wild dance move if his friends hadn't blank him. They must have goaded him. Right again. And the last one. Often, works of surreal art can only be described as blank, 
as they evoke sensations hard to articulate. It has to be ineffable. Fantastic job. Now don't go anywhere, because we'll be right back with a quick refresher on last week's words, ascribe, dearth, and patent. Remembering these words can only increase your vocabulary power. Let's recall the word ascribe, A-S-C-R-I-B-E. To ascribe is to attribute something to a cause. For example, many ascribe Edison's success to his unparalleled tenacity in the face of failure. Next is dearth, spelled D-E-A-R-T-H. It means a scarcity or lack of something. For instance, there is a dearth of affordable housing in the city, making it difficult for low-income families to find good homes. Lastly, patent, P-A-T-E-N-T. Patent can be an adjective meaning easily recognizable or obvious, or it can be a noun referring to a government authority or license conferring a right or title. An example sentence, her disregard for the rules was patent to everyone in the room. Be sure to tune in next time where we'll probe three new vocabulary words and challenge your recollection of today's words. Diffident, goad, and ineffable. That's in episode one. Thanks for joining us today. If you have questions or vocabulary words that you would like to suggest for future episodes, please get in touch at vocablab at pagepods.com. Our email address is also in the show notes. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app and consider leaving a review so that others can learn more about us. To stay up to date on the latest episodes and for show transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter at vocablab.pagepods.com. The link is also in our show notes. Until next time, keep learning and keep expanding your vocab lab.